Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Today's bar is brought to you by 1689 Beard, your one-stop shop for all your beard needs. Go to www.1689beard.com. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast. The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets. The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet. This where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern the reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building man so excited to be back here with you uh so happy to uh to join you one more week and today's guest uh I can honestly say that I have been looking forward to this for a long time uh to have and I want to introduce to some and reintroduce to others Dr. Stephen Lawson how are you sir I'm doing very good thank you so much Yes, sir. We we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, Dr. Lawson, because I promise it looks like every day you're preaching somewhere. Is that about right? Uh, maybe twice a day. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, uh, you know, I follow you on Twitter and your Instagram and Facebook uh, and all of those medians. And and I'm like, wow, Dr. Lawson is he, he, he's preaching all the time. So first off, man, if you want to, let's do a like a brief introduction of yourself. You know, any personal or whatever, whatever you want to share with the folks, you know, just who Dr. Stephen Lawson is. Well, um, I'm the president of One Passion Ministries, and we are primarily focused uh, upon equipping and training men to be expositors of the Word of God. And by that, I mean preachers of the Bible, mm -hmm. biblical preachers uh, who dig down into the text of Scripture, who preach it, and who apply it to the lives of listeners and to challenge them um, to live the Word of God. So that's the primary thing that I do. Mm -hmm. um, I travel all over the country, and I travel overseas to many different countries and nations, uh, holding conferences for pastors to really uh, mobilize and motivate them to, to preach the Bible, to preach the Word of God. 
Um, I'm also the professor of preaching at the Master's Seminary, and I'm the dean of the Doctor of Ministry program there. And I work with Ligonier Ministries, and I'm a teaching fellow with Ligonier, Mm -hmm. write books for Ligonier, speak at conferences for Ligonier, um, produce DVD series, etc. And I I do uh, a lot of other things as well. Um, so it keeps me very busy, right? Uh, but I love it. So I'm really all about preaching the word of God and, and writing books and magazines. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've listened to a lot, a lot of your uh, messages and, and heard a lot of the background. Um, cause I know you, you started out writing, uh, well, I guess, I don't know if you started, was it in your college days? You were doing like a sports page or something. Did I hear that right? Well, I did write for, I went to Texas tech university and I wrote for our school newspaper. Uh, but when I was in seminary to put myself through school, I actually created and wrote and sold magazines, one with the Dallas Cowboys, the other mm. with the Texas Rangers baseball team. So that kind wow. of launched me into writing, and, and and that stayed a little dormant for a while until I graduated from seminary, was out in the pastorate, and when the time seemed right, um, I began to write books, and so... I've written, I think, 28 books, and I've nice. got two that will be coming out later this month. Cool, cool. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that uh, as well. The two coming out, and uh, and and some of the books um, with the One Passion Ministries. Um, what you know, because I know you 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 did some pastoring. What would you say was kind of the thing that I guess uh, inspired you to to I guess to start that or, you know, sent you in that direction to be, you know, uh, uh, a a person that travels and teaches and train. Yeah. Um, Are you referring to just preaching in general or to training ministers? Uh, Both, both. (laughs) Well, I began preaching when I was in college Mm -hmm. and those were very productive years for me uh, in ministry. I really was too young to start doing what I did, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. I did, and Lord opened doors, and people were converted, and and it was a great beginning for me, and I sat under the preaching of the Word of God mm-hmm. from a man who was a, a powerfully strong preacher, and it had an enormous effect on me, which really launched me to seminary and into the ministry. And I, I think it's always important that a young man have examples that he sits mm-hmm. under and um, is able to uh, see modeled before him uh, right. what uh, is in his heart to do. And that was the case with me. And there were other examples. Um, and, I, and I think any young man needs multiple examples mm-hmm. uh, and influencers in preaching and not to be limited to just one man, but to have um, uh, a number of men so that you don't uh, assume also the weaknesses of a, right. of a particular man. Um, so I did that, and I was in a pastor for 34 years, and there were so many requests to come preach 
in places and write books that I felt like our church needed a full-time pastor and I was being pulled in a lot of different directions. So mm-hmm. I made the very difficult decision of stepping down from my pastorate and it was a church that I was the founding pastor. So it mm-hmm. was a lot to walk away from. Right. But I have started this ministry, One Passion Ministries, um, to work with preachers and I hold three-day conferences to walk you through and sharpen, really, your 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 skills and ability mm-hmm. to, to preach the Word of God. Um, and so that's what I'm doing right now. And I got into it simply because so many doors began to open. Mm-hmm. And I see the need is so great. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, the church will never be any stronger than its pulpits. And yes, sir. there is such there's such weak preaching today that either someone is very passionate but they have nothing to say of any depth or substance mm-hmm. or they have a lot of substance but they're so boring as they preach they just put people to sleep. <laughs> right, so right. They're, they're, it's a rare preacher these days who is both on fire with uh, passion, and yet he is able to teach the Bible, teach the Word of God, mm-hmm. and to really unpack its riches. So I'm, I've devoted myself to this, and that's what I spend a, a lot of my time doing. I produce mm-hmm. a magazine called Expositor, mm-hmm. and I invite the greatest expositors in the world uh, to join with me in writing articles on expository preaching, uh, which is biblical preaching, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a spectacular magazine that comes out every other month. And I would urge our listeners who are who are interested in biblical preaching, whether you're mm-hmm. a preacher or not. Uh, to subscribe to this magazine, mm-hmm. and they can go on our website, onepassionministries.org, uh, and there's a box that you can just punch on the front page and takes you directly to how to subscribe. And nice. I, I think it's the finest magazine in the world on expository preaching, which is simply biblical right. preaching. And that's quite a statement, but uh, John MacArthur has certainly affirmed that and others right. uh, that it is the finest magazine on biblical preaching. So I would urge our listeners to, uh, to subscribe. I also produce a, a podcast um, on different aspects of preaching mm-hmm. uh, that's just seven to eight minutes, and it's free, and it's on our website. and. Um, I just talk about everything from introductions to conclusions to outlines to commentaries to illustrations to to whatever aspect of preaching. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, that is so awesome, and I'm glad you plugged in. You, did you plug, sir? Because I had Tim Chalice on yesterday, and he was like, "Man, I don't know how to make plugs," and so uh, you you did that real smooth, Doc. I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I I admire that, and I appreciate the way you worked all that in. Uh, but definitely for my listeners, make sure you check out everything. One passion. Uh, the 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 I subscribe to the uh, to the podcast, and I'm I'm actually trying to get 
get the magazine as well because I saw you guys just released a new one. So uh, I'm excited uh, it's about a killer, it's a killer issue. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. I, yeah. I have re- uh, if I could just say this. Yeah, I go ahead. Just, it's, on, it's on the pre Reformation, which is mm. that era before Martin Luther and John Calvin came on the scene. Mm. And I have a, a very substantial article on a man named John Wycliffe. Right, he right. He was the first man to translate the Bible into English. And he was the leading professor and scholar of his day at Oxford. And he really is the father of the English pulpit. So mm-hmm. if you speak the English language, you really trace the stream back up river to John Wycliffe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a major article about eight thousand words uh, on wow. the pre- the life and preaching of John Wycliffe, and I, I really agree with Dr. Al Mohler and others that we need heroes. Mm-hmm, we need mm-hmm. the right heroes, the right yes, men that we look up to in ministry and there there's so many preachers today who have awful heroes quite frankly they're they're right. looking to the wrong examples mm-hmm. that are causing them to be worldly mm-hmm. carnal shallow and superficial mm-hmm. and we need men uh, preachers to be looking up to other men in history john piper says my best friends are dead men mm. And we we need some dead men mm-hmm. sitting around our desk that we read their books, we study their ministries, and they inspire us to a higher level. Mm-hmm. And John Wycliffe uh, was definitely one of those towering figures who rose above his generation. Right. Um, and that's who I feature in our present issue. Mm-hmm. And there are other very substantial um, articles. I, I don't think a preacher can afford to be ignorant of of who these men were, because <clears throat> the church didn't start fifty years ago. Right. Uh, we, we stand in a in a very long line of godly men, and that baton, like a relay race, has been mm-hmm. passed down to us, and it's in our hands. And we need to know whose fingerprints are on this baton and whose yes, blood sir. is yeah. on this baton. And it's men like uh, John Wycliffe. So um, I, I would really strongly urge um, any who are listening to subscribe to this magazine simply because you really need a strong diet right. uh, of this in your spiritual life. If you're to be a strong um, a strong man with a strong ministry. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that's that's so awesome. Um, you know, one question that I have, uh, and I'm sure you, you get it a lot, you teach on it a lot, and I know you probably, I've actually watched you talk about it for hours, um, and that's uh, what exactly expository preaching is. Because we throw throwing that term out there, but some of my listeners may not know what it is. So can you kind of define it yeah. a little uh, briefly, and then yeah. also, uh, you know, your approach to expository preaching? Well, expository preaching is very simply biblical preaching. Mm -hmm. 
But by that, I I do not mean you just read a verse and then launch off into the wild blue yonder (laughs) and just say what was already on your mind to say and start quoting from things. No, expository preaching starts with a text of Scripture, and you never leave that text of Scripture. And everything that you have to say flows out of that text of Scripture. You start with that text, and you stay with that text, and you do three things. Number one, you read the passage. Number two, you interpret, explain, and teach the passage. And then number three, you apply and exhort with that passage. Mm. Then you move on to the next passage. You read it, you teach it, and you apply it. How simple is that? <laughs> uh, simple, sir. And yet, yeah, and yet there are most preachers are so um, into everything but the Bible, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm talking about digging down into the Bible where you roll up your sleeves and you study the Bible, and and you teach it so as to make it clear. And that's the heart of what expository preaching is. Mm-hmm. And you, here, here's, here's the imagery that the Puritans used in the 17th century. There needs to be a fire in the pulpit, and a fire gives off two elements. Fire gives off light, and mm-hmm. it gives off heat. Mm-hmm. Light and heat. There mm. is the light of truth and Bible teaching and it comes with the heat of passion and fervency. You Amen. cannot separate one from the other. It's not either or, it's both and. Mm. And Martin Luther used to talk about the drunk man on the horse who kept falling off on one side or the other. Mm-hmm. He, he couldn't stay in the saddle. And that's the problem with most preachers today. They fall <laughs> off on one side or the other. Either they they have a lot of fire, but they're very shallow in the Mm -hmm. Bible, or um, they have some depth in the Bible, but they are just uh, snoozers in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. They're they're Mm -hmm. just very bland, monotone uh, little little men who are almost scared of their own shadow in the pulpit. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's, it's it's not either or it's both and right and so that's what expository preaching is you're, you're on fire for god you have the truth of god's word you interpret it and when i say interpret it i i mean to actually come to grips with the original language the historical mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. word studies cross-references geography cultural practices in the ancient world, everything that you need to know that's like a key that unlocks the meaning of this passage. Mm. And what we want is the authorial intent of a passage of Scripture. What did the biblical author mean when he wrote this? Not what does it mean to us today. What did it mean 2,000 years ago to this author? We then take that message and carry it forward to the present hour and apply it to the daily lives of people who sit under our preaching. And Mm. we show the relevance 
uh, of this truth in day-to-day living. We address attitudes, thought lives, priorities, actions, words, um, every aspect of of human life. Mm -hmm. And, And we show what God requires and what God demands. And we also teach that this can only be done in the power of the Holy Spirit and God at work in our lives. So all of this is a part of expository preaching. And I agree with John Stott. If it's not expository, it's not Christian. Mm. So this isn't just the flavor of the month. This isn't one of many different approaches mm-hmm. that you could have to preaching. If if you're not an expositor, then quite frankly, you need to step down from the pulpit and you need to go sell life insurance or sell used cars <laughs> or something like that. Uh, you need to get out of the pulpit Wow! Uh, because you, you're just up there talking. Mm-hmm. Um, the expositor is a man who is under the authority of the Word of God. Right. And he has nothing to say apart from what this text of Scripture has to say. Wow. Amen. Man, just hearing that, Dr. Uh, Lawson, I just I think it's just so many, I guess, preachers and so many messages that are not that, you know, it is it's amazing, you know, that simple truth. Um, but, you know, it, it does take work. You know, obviously, you know, you have you you have to do some work to do that. Um, And and one thing that I've heard you say before, and I'm wondering if you're still doing this, do you still literally uh, uh, write out, copy, use a copy machine and tape all that to prepare your messages? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm at my desk right now. Yes, sir. Looking at fountain pens, scotch tape. Yes, sir. Pad of paper. I I do it old school. Yes, sir. Um, the, the real copy I, and paste. I, I, yeah, I, I've been copying and pasting for years. <laughs> uh, I I don't use a computer. I'm very hands on. I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but I'm so involved in this process. I'm not just hitting buttons and things are mm-hmm. spinning out of cyberface space, and all of a sudden there they are on the screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go get hardback books, pull them down, Xerox them, read them, mark them up, handwrite mm-hmm. it into my notes. All of that process, though, helps me absorb and mm-hmm. to retain what I'm studying. And so as I stand in the pulpit, I've been so involved in this whole process that um, a lot of times I don't even have to look at my notes. I know right. what I need to say because mm-hmm. I've gone and gotten it myself um so yes that that's uh, i've spent all this morning from early 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 this morning until coming on to do your podcast and this is what i'll do the rest of the day wow that's awesome that's awesome well real quick we want to take a little break to uh allow one of our, our network uh, teams to do a little commercial and uh, we'll be right back Have you ever watched a movie or TV show with your friends and noticed all kinds of symbolism, allegory, and Christian themes only to have your friends shrug it off? Well, maybe you need some new friends, but more likely you need popcorn theology. 
I'm Richard. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of Popcorn Theology, a podcast for movie lovers and theology nerds. Each week we dive into a different movie, TV show, or other topic and explore them from a biblical worldview. Check us out on iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher or at popcorntheology.com. And remember, you are not a mindless consumer. All right, we're back. I'm here with uh, Dr. Stephen Lawson. And yes, I'm grinning from ear to ear because I've really been looking forward to this interview. And if you've been listening to the first half, he have been he has been dropping bombs, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff, a lot of uh, uh, convicting stuff, you know, for uh, some of you preachers out there that may not be expositing. You may want to uh, upgrade your resume. Um, according, to <laughs> You may want to start back looking. Uh, but I, I thought that was awesome. Um, one of the things, uh, Dr. Lawson, that I'm seeing on my side, and I just want to know if you're seeing it too, because you're traveling a lot. Uh, are are you seeing an increase in the uh, African American African American community to you know, I guess, an increase in I guess reformed theology, and then also expository present pre- preaching? Are you seeing an increase on that side? Yes, I am, and I'm very encouraged by this. And here's what I really see. I see there's a new generation of African-American pastors who are being raised in a deeper understanding of Scripture, just as in the white community. Mm -hmm. And they are no longer content with... um, shallow preaching that I would describe as pick a text and pick a fit Mm. um, Mm. that has no, it's not rooted and grounded really in a, in an in-depth study of scripture. The more you're into the Bible, the more reformed you become, Mm. the less you're into the Bible, the less reformed you will be. That's a tweet. As I'm saying, (laughs) a new generation of African-American pastors, I see them more in-depth in the Bible, and I'm so encouraged by this, and I'm able to meet them as I travel around the country, and and and, and these are precious brothers in the Lord, and when you take the deep passion that is that is in the heart and soul of an African-American preacher it's it's Mm -hmm. this fire is in his bones it's in his bones Mm -hmm. and when you marry that with sound doctrine and deep theological convictions it's like taking gas and fire and bringing the two together there's an explosion that takes place yes sir um i am very encouraged by this and as I have preached at some of the some of the African American conferences, and I, which allows me a front row seat to get to hear the best preachers, mm-hmm. um, I, I am so encouraged. I'm challenged for me to be a better preacher. Mm. Um, I, I am strengthened as I sit under that kind of strong, uh, passionate, Bible-centered preaching. So yes, I am seeing that, and um, and I, I am grateful to God for that, and can only pray that that fire would spread and and increase in many more places. Right, right, yeah, and that's that's really the the passion uh, for this podcast um, is is you know 
because it, it changed my life, you know, um, and, and just understanding the Bible and, and that quote, man, the more you're in the Bible, the more reform that, that, that's it. That's, that was my, I guess, turn the corner to, to, to being reformed, you know, the more that I the searched the scriptures and, and it, it just started lining up even more. So yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Um, and, and I'm glad that, that, you know, because you're traveling, you actually see it, you know, cause sometimes, and you know, I'm in Greenville and that's where we met. Uh, it get yeah. it, it feels a little lonely sometimes, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm like, okay, am I the only, but, uh, but actually I found, you know, the, the, the young man that approached you at the conference, um, he's from Greenville too. And we found each other yeah. and like, we're the best of buddies, you know, we call each other, encourage each other. Um, and, 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 you know, so I, I guess it's, it's encouraging to see that, uh, to know that yeah. that's happening, you know, not just it is you know, happening and, and it's happening, not just with pastors that we're familiar with who they are, um, African-American, African-American pastors like H.B. Charles Jr. Mm -hmm. or uh, Brian Carter here in Dallas. But, for example, I just preached in South Los Angeles. Uh, I guess it was two weeks ago. And um, kind of in a little bit of what you might say, a, a church under the radar, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, two African-American pastors there, Anthony Kidd uh, and Bobby Scott, they are great preachers, great mm. students of the Word of God. And their names may not be known on a, on a national level, but these faithful men, are, are they're watchmen on the wall. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and they are manning their post and faithfully teaching uh, the word of God and, and God has his men in every place. Right. And they may not be prominent on television and on the radio, uh, but, but they are standing in their pulpits with smaller flocks, but they are, are building with gold, silver, and precious stones. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. We, <clears throat> we recognize that here, uh, once a month I do what I call a uh, local pastor spotlight. Um, where I bring on guys that, that may not be at conferences and may not have, you know, <clears throat> a line of books or, or whatever. Cause like you said, they're, they're doing the hard work, uh, out there in the field. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's excellent. Um, and, and actually I'm, I supposed to be having, uh, 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 HB Charles on here soon when we get the dates. Uh, lined up because yeah. uh i i know he always have you at his uh i think it's cutting edge uh conference yeah. you know and that, i yeah. think that's just it's just awesome to see that you know that that working together um to get that out um one uh one more well, not one more but another question and then we're gonna i guess start working our way out of here um and you know and actually you're you actually kind of went into this earlier you know with preaching as much as you do traveling as much as you do where and how do you get your personal uh devotion study time i mean what is that within your workings of the message or is that is that something you like uh intentionally do or is it just you know because you're already in the word it just kind of works out yeah well i'm preaching so many times um i mean just this past weekend I preached three times on Sunday, three different sermons on Sunday. Wow. Uh, and then I, 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 I spoke uh, Thursday through Saturday morning, 
probably about 15 hours. Um, you know, I, I don't need one more Bible study. <laughs> uh, I've, I, you know, and throughout the years of my pastorate, I've, I've preached four to five times every week, mm-hmm. um, different messages. So I, I, I don't need another Bible study <laughs> thrown in. Right. Um, and, and, I, and I think depth is better than breadth. Yes, yes. Uh, and quality is better than quantity. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather go deeper with the studies that I have than add another study and just mm. kind of broaden it on out. Right, So right. Um, as I study to preach, my heart is very engaged. Uh, I, I'm not dissecting a frog in a laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I am looking into the Word of God, and it it is speaking to my heart and challenging my life and convicting my soul and encouraging my spirit and and all of that. Mm-hmm. This wow. can differ from one man to another, right? But this is how it works out in my life. In addition. I read Christian biographies, which are very devotional for me, Mm -hmm. and I'm challenged by the examples of other great men in the past, and it's really like they disciple me. Gotcha. Um, And and it it really stokes the flames of my heart uh, to want to pursue Christ as they pursued Christ. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then plus... Um, I mean, I spent all morning working on the Psalms, and the Psalms are so devotional. Right. I mean, I've, I've, you know, it's one o'clock. I started at, you know, five this morning, and I've been just working in the Psalms. How many hours that all adds up to? Right. That's eight hours already today. That's just been entirely in the Psalms. So all of that, you Mm -hmm. know, ministers to my own heart. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, and it's funny you say, you know, you don't you don't need to add another uh, Bible study. And that's actually I was going to talk about your live Bible studies, uh, which I've checked yeah. out. Those are, are awesome. Yes, sir. That yeah. I really enjoy that um, because unlike you, I, I'm not waking up at five o'clock in the morning, spending eight hours in Psalms. So anytime I get an opportunity to, to study. Uh, uh, but yes, I, I'm really enjoying, you know, that walk through through Romans. Um, so is, is that just something you, you know, I guess it, something you just wanted to do or, or how does that work? How did that come about? <laughs> I have a very good friend. He was a Christian businessman. Ah, oh, nice. And, <laughs> and uh, he already had this Bible study going. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I would step in and teach it when I was in town. And so I started started teaching it. And uh, the Lord has blessed it, and it's grown. And he came up with the idea of streaming it live. Right. And uh, and posting it on the Internet as well Mm -hmm. as Facebook. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I do it tomorrow morning. Yes. um, And scheduling my plane flights to I I leave from there and head straight to the airport. Mm. Um, So I will teach it tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll be in Romans 117. And I'll finish that verse. 
and then head straight to the airport and fly to Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. Um, but I love it. I, I need a, an outlet where I'm with the same people and I'm going through the same book in the Bible, mm-hmm. which forces in me um, deeper study in the Word. You, you just have to be deeper when you're speaking to the same people week after week after week. That's true. That's true. Wow, that's awesome. Yes, sir. Um, 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 I think, well, I wanted to tell you this. I'm not sure if I was able to tell you when we were face to face. Um, but, but, you know, me and my wife, we came out of the charismatic world and, um, and, and whenever I was, uh, reforming still yet reforming, um, she was struggling with, you know, the sovereignty of God and things of that nature. And it was actually, I went to work because I work at night and I, I, I put YouTube on the TV and, you know, I had one of your sermons playing, but I went to work <laughs> and, uh, and, and she, uh, when I came back on my lunch break, you know, uh, you had just taught on the, the sovereignty of God. It was the, the guy, the attributes of God was that series you did with Ligonier. Yeah. And it was the sovereignty yeah. part. And when I came back in, you know, she had this look on her face, like, like the light came on, you know, so I was like, yeah. praise God, because I was trying to I was trying to explain it, you know, my way and, you know, trying to show her. But it, it God used you, you know, that night through YouTube to to, to open yeah. our eyes, man. And I just want to personally thank you for that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. that is the end of this awesome, awesome episode. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, you didn't get to ask the signature question about what music you listen to and preaches you what you listen to. I know uh, we actually ran into some technical difficulties. Like I told you in the beginning, he's always on the move. So uh, he had to get out and uh, start moving and um, his phone started breaking up. And so we weren't able to um, do the what music are you listening to? But uh, I did do like a prelude into it. And I said, you know, when I heard him preach before, I remember he said he had a, a mighty fortress is our guide on repeat. Uh, different versions or different um, uh, arrangements of it. And he confirmed that much. And then he also said he likes Biggie and Tupac. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. He did not say that. But uh, <laughs> it was definitely an awesome, awesome episode. Definitely a, uh, can you say, a milestone for the bar to be blessed with uh, Dr. Stephen Lawson. Just just such an honor and a privilege. And a uh, shout out to my big homie, my, my co-host, Shatario, my man, Rio for uh for setting it up you know he he went and sought out uh dr lawson and 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 got his attention just enough so that i can come up and ask him and dr lawson was so humbled and so genuine i mean he stopped what he was doing to look me in my eyes and and to listen to what i had to say and um and he was thrilled to be a part of it uh, especially when he knew i didn't want him to come preach in my church because that's what he originally thought he was like man i get this all the time i hate to turn people down but uh when he found out it was just a phone conversation he was more than willing to do so and that what made this awesome episode so thank you guys for checking it out man appreciate you rocking with the bar uh every week every week weekend week out uh we in here holding it down i want to remind you of a few things um number one is make sure you go write us a review not only is does that help us uh, in a great way, uh, it also enters you for a chance to win the new Luther documentary digital download and T-shirt from Righteous Wretch. Absolutely free. We're going to pick one of the reviews and that person is the winner and you will be 
shipped out a T-shirt and also uh, sent the links for the uh, digital download of the new documentary that features Dr. Lawson and uh, R.C. Sproul and a couple other uh, great guys. Um, So make sure you guys leave us a review. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is the bar underscore podcast. Facebook, just search Biblical and Reform. And if you want to add us, because uh, we love for the shout outs, man, all you got to do is hit the at sign Biblical and Reform, and that's how you get the bar podcast. Make sure you tune in to all Dr. Lawson stuff. Um, he mentioned, you know, uh, One Passion. Check them out. They do Bible studies and, and he, he, he travels the world teaching. They do expository uh, institutions all over the world. So check for any uh, posting of him coming in your town um, and, and, and make sure you get around him and hear uh, this great man preach. And he's also on YouTube. Just uh, search Dr. Stephen J. Lawson and you get all of his material. One, I think One Passion has an app. That'll be a record for this week, the One Passion app with his sermons on it. Um, and he's on Ligonier. Uh, he's everywhere. So make sure you check that out, man, and and uh, and, and and tell somebody about the bar this week. Um, we got some things coming up, and we're excited. Um, hopefully, we'll be launching the T-shirt campaign uh, maybe next week. We'll see. I just got to get all the ducks in the line so we can get those bar T-shirts all over the world. I want to see bar T-shirts all over the world. And when you get your T-shirt, make sure you take a picture with it and tag us in it and, and all of that good stuff. But nevertheless, y'all, we appreciate you turning in. Uh, God bless you. Stay connected to the bar. We'll see y'all next time. Grace and peace. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there